In like a lion, out like a lamb. This Minnesota Wild season looks like it was a... You get the idea. The series is over as the St. Louis Blues beat the Minnesota Wild in six games by defeating them in a must-win game six in which the Wild mostly never showed up. We recap the game and we look ahead to a tough offseason for the Minnesota Wilds today on Locked on Wilds. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Locked on Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we recap a thud that the Wilds fall out of the uh, first round series against the St. Louis Blues with a lifeless performance in game six. We look at some of the culprits that were there the entire series and some of the players who were the most quiet during the series as well as looking ahead to a tough offseason for the Minnesota Wilds. My name is Seth Topol, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran sports content producer, and uh, your captain of the show. And uh, if you notice me turning my head a lot, it's because I'm actually recording this in the third period of the Wild Blues game, in which the Blues already lead 4 nothing, And really, with what we've seen, is, uh, by all intents and purposes, over. And so I uh, didn't really feel the need to wait until after the game was done uh, to recap what is going to go down. And I don't, I don't know where you put it. Maybe we'll rank them at some point next week uh, if, uh, if the feels are still engaged by uh, that point. But just one of the notable, lifeless performances in a must-win game for a Minnesota sports team that we have ever seen and may ever see. And so all of the talk of how fun this team has been, how many records have been broken, most wins in a season, most goals in a season, 30 goal scorers, Kirill Kaprizov with the most points and most goals and most assists in a season. It all means nothing because much like 2016-2017, the last time the Minnesota Wild established records in terms of wins, Amongst other things, first round exit at the hands of the St. Louis Blues. So this Blues team, I want to, right off the top, give full credit for after um, after losing in games two and game three, making the kind of changes that teams that win in the postseason do when facing adversity, shuffled their lines, changed the goalie, dealt with injuries the entire series, and they left no doubt in this series against the Minnesota Wild. They sucked the life and will force out of this team, and they were able to do so with seeing the Wilds put out one of the most laughably embarrassing special teams performances that has ever been recorded 
by a team uh, in the postseason. And obviously not trying to throw out a ton of, uh, of hot takes, but at the same time, this team, four of at last check, four for 22 on the power play, and in a must-win game, had a power play in which the St. Louis Blues had two point-blank chances to score shorthanded on a team that had to win a game or their season was over. It is a performance that is going to anger so many fans, and rightfully so, because in a game in which if you don't win, your season is over, you can count on one hand the number of players who gave it everything that they had. The biggest example, of course, being Kirill Kaprizov and... Kirill deserved better in this series. For a guy who had as good of a performance as uh, Kaprizov had, nearly winning the Wild a game by himself in Game 5 before the rest of the team turtled and um, just failed to show up, Kirill Kaprizov deserved better. But what Kirill Kaprizov didn't get was somebody else to step up and help. No one did in Game 5. No one did in Game 6. And this team just... They just did not have any answers for any sort of adversity. And, you know, we we lauded it throughout the course of this series. The Wilds being this resilient team that is uh, is able to handle adversity and is able to bounce back. There was none in this series. And so... All credit to the St. Louis Blues for uh, for winning this series and uh, going to be fascinating to see how that series plays out um, against the Colorado Avalanche. You know there have been some uh, some great postseason series uh, throughout the course of the uh, the playoffs so far. This first round seri- uh, first round of series, the Wild played well in two games. That's all there is to it. Played well in two games in the series, and uh, you know, in a must-win game, it, it just from the get-go, a couple of good shifts early on, and uh, power plays just looking just atrocious, and uh, that was it. And so, I uh, obviously am a little heated at this because you know we spent the entire ramp up to the postseason talking about how good this Wild team is. And uh, we, we talked about it all throughout the series. And it just was a good regular season team that uh, won a couple of games in this series because the Blues dealt with just a ton of injuries. So just right into the notepad for... Minnesota sports performances in the playoffs. We did the episode trying to exercise those demons over the weekend last weekend. And uh, I I said multiple times, I thought this was going to be the Minnesota Wild team that was going to uh, to turn the tide and to uh, write a different chapter. But uh, it just, they just added another to the list. So incredibly frustrating. And uh, again, recording this as the game is uh, is currently unfolding in the third period, but you know, <laughs> four nothing at this point, 
and uh, wouldn't be surprised if the Blues add some more to it. It's just, it's incredibly, it's frustrating, it's disappointing, and it's just, it's every emotion that you can think of. Saw, I think it was Score North point out on Twitter that, you know, it's okay to be upset if you're a fan of this team. It's okay to be upset with this performance because it just, it by and large just was not good enough at all. So we'll uh, just continue to kind of pull the pieces out. I want to I want to talk about the decision to switch goalies because we saw Cam Talbot, uh, his performance, he certainly wasn't helped, but some of the things that were issues for uh, for Marc-Andre Fleury that, uh, that were pointed to um, in his performances in this series ended up happening again. And so we'll, uh, we'll talk about the goaltending here uh, to continue today's episode of Locked on Wild, recapping the Wild losing in six games to the Minnesota or the uh, St. Louis Blues. More to come after this. The month of May is here, which means that before you know it, summer weather, well, summer weather's already here, which means that before you know it, you will be out and about and trying to enjoy as much time outdoors as you possibly can. And you're going to need that go-to treat that can give you that uh, extra jump and uh, is going to taste incredibly good as well. And Built Bar is the treat for you. Built Bars uh, are also coming out with a birthday cake puffs, which is a brand new treat in addition to the lineup. Uh, they are available right now. So you're going to want to start your Built Bar journey with cake puffs today. As with your favorite Built Bar varieties, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. And so uh, you are getting great taste while also not having to scrimp on taste. So head to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wilds, once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. do want to take a moment to uh, thank everyone that tuned in throughout uh, the course of this season. Um, this has been an absolute joy to be able to uh, create content uh, for this team and uh, notwithstanding the frustration being currently felt, um, this has been just an absolute joyride uh, that will continue through the offseason. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, to this point, we've got a lot of we've got a lot coming because there's going to be a lot that happens in the off season that we'll preview uh, before the day is done. Cam Talbot got the start here in Game Six, and uh, for looking at the numbers, Mark Andre Fleury over the course of the early part of this series, uh, fans obviously wanted to see Talbot get a chance. His record speaks for itself; spoke for itself. Uh, heading into this game, 13-0-3 in uh, his final 16 games of the season. But there were some things that uh, were outliers, I think, that led to Flurry getting the uh, early part of the series. Talbot's numbers against the Blues, not great. 16, games, 16 goals allowed in three games against the Blues this year. Um, had the uh, games in overtime that went to overtime in which he allowed, um, I believe it was four and six goals in those two games, or five and five, something somewhere in that area. But uh, just a lot of goals allowed in those two games 
against the Blues that went to overtime. And, you know, something that I was looking at with Talbot's starts over the course of the season and leading to a, uh, as Matt Dumba uh, gets a goal in the wild score to make it 4-1, to one, uh, one of the things that I noticed with Flurry's performance compared to um, Talbot is that it seemed like through the season, Cam Talbot was susceptible to early game goals. It seemed like for Talbot, it took him a while to kind of settle in. And then once he settled in, he was great. Now, I'm going to say something that I will immediately contradict. It seemed like the thing that Marc-Andre Fleury was able to do in this series was keep the wild in it early. And I think that ended up being one of the reasons that um, that Fleury was given the starts in this series because he had more of a tendency to start the game hot and let up goals later in the game, which you would hope that the Wild would be able to score a couple of times uh, to take the lead and kind of take some of the pressure off of him. You know, in game one, um, allowed, you know, he had uh, the one goal that he allowed early, and uh, after that he settled in for a while. In games two and three, he was really good. In game four, he uh, he had the one stretch, the 60-minute stretch where he allowed two goals. Um, and then in game five, um, was playing well, playing well early. The, the key thing being early in these games, and I think with this St. Louis Blues team, I think what the Wild were trying for is a goalie that could keep them in it longer for the offense to try to figure things out and put some goals on the board. That being said, you got to put goals on the board. And so the the team did not do Flurry any favors, much like with tonight's performance. Uh, Talbot getting falling victim to, again, rebounds in front of the net in which uh, the Wilds allowed the Blues to camp out and, and poke the rebounds home. And much like the power play, the penalty kill, similar problems in there just were a lot of players just standing around and watching. And so Talbot's certainly not at fault for everything that happened in this game. I I don't know that he was particularly good, um, but the, the team in front of him did him no favors either. So this is a situation where it'll be um, it'll be second guess in the off season, of course, because you know what, what would have happened had you gone with Talbot from the get go. Um, main point, like the the point that really kind of hammers this home the most, is that the team in front of him just, by and large, did not show up in this series. So it um, that that's that's really all it comes down to is that. The St. Louis Blues took advantage of the opportunities that they had, and the Wilds uh, allowed too many opportunities, and they did not take advantage of the ones that they had themselves. So I don't know that the goalie situation makes a ton of difference considering the options that the Wild had. Uh, this was just a Blues team that was, was not going to be denied in this series, and now it leads to some huge questions 
for the Minnesota Wilds that they will face uh, in the offseason. And so uh, to finish off this episode, as opposed to talking about the accomplishments that happened in the regular season, which really do not matter, uh, we're going to finish by talking about some of the big questions that have to be answered by this Minnesota Wild team. And I will do that coming up after this. Our partners at betonline.net continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, the Stanley Cup playoffs, plus fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find all of that and more at Bet Online, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wilds. Once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wilds your first listen each and every day. Once again, Lockdown Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. Final in-game show of the season as the uh, Minnesota Wild on the brink of being eliminated by the St. Louis Blues. We're recording this during period three because the game well enough in hand um, and thought this would be kind of an, an interesting way to wrap a bow on things as the Minnesota Wild with a power play right now with 11.50 to play uh, in the game and uh, the Blues nearly scoring on a shorthanded opportunity. Unbelievable. Um, off-season questions for this team. There are plenty of questions that uh, are going to be facing this team um, once the off-season starts. And I think the biggest, obviously, is what does Bill Guerin do with the limited cap situation that is going to uh, be facing this team? We've talked about... Um, we've talked about the decision whether the Wild look to trade... Kevin Fiala or Matt Dumba. Um, I know it's kind of a quick trigger reaction, but uh, we've been Team Fiala for uh, pretty much the entirety of the season. And a series in which Kevin Fiala scored zero goals, it might be kind of an over, or kind of a quick trigger reaction, but I'm kind of leaning now towards trade both and uh, pick up some big assets. Um, for this wild team because you're in a situation where the dead cap hits are increasing starting next year and they go up and then they go up for two more years. Um, so I, how competitive are you going to be with the limited cap resources uh, that you have at your disposal? So is Arfiala and Dumba the only players that are going to be potentially on the block here this offseason? Um, I'm, I'm, we're going to do, we'll do full episodes on these topics, of course. But uh, at this current moment, and obviously in the heat of the moment, this could certainly change. But like I said, I'm kind of leaning towards trade both Fiala and Dumba. Um, would love Kevin Fiala to be part of this core, but. Um, that was an eye-opening performance in the postseason by him, uh, which resulted in nothing for goals. And so 
Maybe it's an overreaction. I don't know, but uh, the point being that that is going to probably be the uh, most talked about topic here in the offseason. You're going to have to free up some cap space to make some moves. Jacob Middleton maybe being a guy that you uh, you keep around for, uh, for a few years. Uh, Tyson Jost, a name that uh, was just acquired. There are a lot of moving pieces for this wild team, and so there could be some uh, faces departing. There could also be some faces that come in that we uh, were not expecting. Bill Guerin pulling the Jake Middleton move during the trade deadline. That was not anything. And Nick Delorier. Those were not moves that anybody really had a beat on. And yet Bill Guerin made them happen. So Bill Guerin is going to, he's not going to sit back and say this team is good enough as constructed. So Fiala Dumba is number one. The goalie situation I think is going to be number two. Marc-Andre Fleury kind of made it known that he'd like to play maybe one more season in the NHL. Does he want to play here? Do the Wild want him back? Um, And what happens with Cam Talbot? Does Talbot stick around? Does he end up being the starter with uh, a more of a bridge backup? Or do you just go for a bridge goalie, depending on where Jesper Wallstead is at in his development? That's going to be a huge question facing this team in the offseason as well. The other one will be what happens with Marco Rossi. Does he make the team next season? Has he shown enough strides? Did he play well enough in Iowa that uh, he will have a spot on the roster next season? And uh, could Kalen Addison be joining him on the roster? So who of the younger prospects are going to make it uh, up to the NHL level once uh, next season begins? That's going to be a big focal point as well. And, um, you know, with what we saw in this Blues series, do the Wild make any sort of coaching changes? I mean, it's not like this power play just dried up at the end of the season and this penalty kill suddenly became susceptible to goals down the stretch. Like, these units were mostly bad the entire season. And so does uh, Bill Guerin prompt... Dean Evason to make some changes to his coaching staff uh, to try to jumpstart those units uh, heading into next season. Um, That's just a penalty kill under 80% as a team is just, it's not going to get it done. And it got worse as the season went on. It was in the last like 30 games of the season, a 60% roughly penalty kill unit on the year. So if I'm making a change to the staff, that is 100% going to be the biggest area that that becomes addressed if I'm Bill Guerin. So that's something else to uh, keep an eye on here throughout the offseason. Of course, we're going to have plenty of draft coverage uh, as we move to the NHL draft. The Wilds will have um, a couple of first-round picks. They got one for sure, depending on uh, any trades that they make. Maybe could uh, could land a second, so uh, there will be plenty of uh, draft coverage to come as well as, of course, free agency and uh, some other surprises that we have mixed in uh, over the course of the season as well. But once again, very disappointing uh, exits to the postseason after the Wild shattered almost every record that existed for their team. They uh, just go out with a whimper um, in these playoffs and. You know, a team that we were hoping would kind of 
uh, exercised some demons from uh, postseasons past for not only the Wild, but for Minnesota sports as a whole. Turns out they were just like all of those teams before them. Uh, and uh, this one may even have had uh, some new twists to it that uh, that we haven't seen before. So that uh, that's going to wrap it up uh, here uh, for this episode. Um, you'll hear the post-game, uh, post-cast reaction uh, before you hear this episode. So uh, timing's going to be a little weird, but at this point, Wild losing 4-1, to one, which means that their season is over. Uh, thank you all once again for tuning in all season long to uh, our Locked on Wild coverage. It will continue uh, in the off season as well. And so uh, we look forward to uh, trying to get some of these questions answered as the off season unfolds. But for now, we got some great postseason hockey that will be uh, continuing here over the next couple of weeks. We'll keep you in tune on that as well. So make sure that you stay in tune with Locked on Wild as we shift to off season coverage here uh, for the rest of the playoffs and into the actual off season as well. Uh, Locked on Wild, free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're also on social media as well, so make sure to give us a follow. We have uh, some fun things planned for the offseason to uh, keep topics rolling, so uh, make sure to stick with us. New episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.